Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Bold Moves with Stephanie. Once again, I'm joined by Jackie and Janess, my lovely friends, and we are going to talk about our birth story with our kids. I mean, nowadays people can have a whole bunch of different experiences, and every experience, whether you have natural birth or C-section, is a beautiful experience, right? You're bringing in a life into this world. And we just have to remember that and not shame moms for having a C-section or shame moms for having an epidural epidural or thinking they're so much better than each other because they had the best birth or home birth or whatever. So anyways, we're going to share our stories because... Believe it or not, every single one of us had a completely different birth story. So, we're going to share them with you. And I think, in case some of our viewers are pregnant or expecting, we should start with Jackie. Because Jackie has a good one. Okay, well, I was eight days overdue with my daughter. So, they finally decided to induce me. So, they did that in the morning. I was able to go home after that. So, I went home... And I actually remember, I think I was texting both of you at the time, because I was like, I'm getting, like, cramps. It kind of just felt like, like, period cramps. And I was just kind of like, like, I don't know, like, is this, is this what I'm supposed to be feeling? I can't remember which one of you said that you're like, you'll know. Like, just trust me. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You'll know. And I was like, okay, then this must not be going into labor or anything. So my husband was supposed to be home at, like, five from work. He had the feeling, like, today's the day. And after talking to you guys, I was like, "Mm, I don't think it's today. Like, they said, like, I'll know, and this pain isn't anything too bad at this point. So he texts me. He's like, okay, well, I think I'm going to go get some snacks because I really feel tonight's the night. And I'm like, okay, honey. And he's like, can you just tell me, like, how far apart the, the contractions are? And I was like, well, I'm getting, like, pain every seven minutes apart. And he's like, Jack, like, that's that's pretty close. Like, I think we should probably bring you in. Yeah, but, like, it's still not that painful. Like, Steph and Janessa said, like, it's going to hurt, and I'm going to know. And he's like, no, I think I'm going to come home right now. So he did, and as soon as he came home, I'm glad that he did, because that's when the pain actually started to get really painful. Um, so I packed a bag really quick, got in the vehicle, went on our way to St. Albert, and... Um, I should mention, before going into labor, I had always had my mindset that I was not going to get an epidural because I'm a baby when it comes to needles and just the thought of that. (laughs) Not because I want to be a hero or anything like that and not that having an epidural doesn't make you a hero. So I was like, I'm not getting an epidural. It's not happening. Well, as soon as we got to the hospital, I think I was begging the doctor (laughs) for the epidural. So I got the epidural about an hour after being there. I'd say, I think it was about three hours after my water broke, um, I was able to start pushing. Um, I will mention my my husband wasn't much help. The poor (laughs) nurse was doing everything for me, helping me push with her holding both my legs while my husband sat on the chair. Love you, James, but come on. (laughs) Um, No, but, um, so I pushed for about an hour, and Harper was born an hour after pushing. So basically you're telling me that you had literally 
the textbook labor and delivery <sighs> from start to finish, minus being eight days overdue. Yeah, I mean, I I was very lucky. Um, Aren't you jealous? I'm very <laughs> jealous. Well, that, and that worries me because I'm like, I am such a baby when it comes to pain and medical stuff like needles and all that, that I'm just like, I couldn't imagine if and when we decide to have our second child, if it's not like, like that yes. or like that, because yeah. it's just like, it, it was a pretty decent labor or if I have to have a C-section like yeah. that just freaks me out so Good job on both I'd of you. I'd probably have six kids if I had your own. Oh, me too. <laughs> I know. And I, like, yeah, I got lucky. The only thing that didn't go the way I wanted it to was the epidural, but I'm like, baby Jesus, I decided to do that because <laughs> I don't think I would have made it because I'm a baby that way, but. So Jackie had the textbook delivery. Yeah. I wish I had one. Both of mine were not like that. So I'll go next because we'll save. Jeunesse for last oh, yeah. to not scare anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so with my first child, Griffin, I was 10 days late and Jackie, you know, cause you were overdue. Like those 10 days are awful. Mm -hmm. Literally. I know it's a due date and it's an estimate, but if you're told a date, mm -hmm. that's like, I mm -hmm. get being like a day or two overdue. Just wanted to mention, I ate a whole pine. I'm not even joking, a whole pineapple in one night because it said that that would help. That's how desperate you get when you're yes. overdue. My mouth had so many canker sores. Oh my gosh. Anyways, keep going. It's the worst. So I'm 10 days overdue. I go in, I'm induced. That's an awful experience in itself, being induced. So I'm in induced and I had to stay there for a couple hours. And then you got to go home? And then I got to go home. So I'm laboring at home, like no big deal, walking around. I think Taylor and I went on a walk. And then at 11 o'clock at night, so I'm at home pretty much 12 hours. So I'm like, okay, I think it's now time to go to the hospital. We go to the hospital, check in, blah, blah, blah. And then this is where things get interesting for me because my mom's obviously in the room with me and the nurses will not let me drink. I'm like, can a girl not get some water or some ice chips? I'm like dying. Give me some water. I'm beyond thirsty. So I'm there for like three hours. They will not let me drink. I'm like, for goodness sake, just give me some water. And they're like, no, no, no. Like just no water. So my mom's like, well, this is kind of weird. She didn't tell me that, but she told me that after she's like, why won't they let you drink? So anyways, as I'm having contractions, Griffin's heart rate is going down. So he is not handling the labor part correctly. So three hours of full-on labor, the doctor comes in and was like, Stephanie, like, we need to get you in for an emergency C-section. And at this point, I'm like, haven't had an epidural because I'm like, I'm going to try and do this naturally. Like, I can do it. My mom did it naturally, so I can do it naturally. So when they said C-section, I'm like, get the epidural in here, get me some pain relief, just like get me some sort of pain. So needless to say, I'm rushed into the emergency room and out comes Griffin. Lovely, all is well. And I say to my dad, the first thing when I see him, I'm not pregnant anymore. Because like, I was so happy not to be pregnant at that point in time. So that was Griffin, emergency C-section. Luckily, I healed from my C-section very well. And then we decide we're going to have another baby. So we ha get pregnant. And because of everything that happened with Griffin, 
and my internal, I don't know, stitching was longer than normal. I was at a higher rate for hemorrhaging if I tried to do a V-back. So I'm like, you know what? I did such like it was easy recovery for me. So let's just have an elective C-section all is well. So I'm not going to go overdue. It's going to be awesome. I'm not going to feel any contractions. It's going to be glorious in and out in like a day. No, my daughter, (laughs) my daughter decides that she wants to come early. So in the middle of the night, my water breaks. I had no idea because my water didn't break with Griffin. So I'm like freaking out. I have nothing packed because I was supposed to just go into the Mm -hmm. hospital and have this baby feel nothing. I labor for so long. I am like dying because it's the middle of the night. So they want to wait for shift change for the next doctor to come in so that they can deliver me. So I'm like literally laboring for eight hours. I swear I was like so close to having to push her out vaginally, but whatever. So anyways, go in, have a C-section. All is wonderful. Got two kids. But I had to have Mm -hmm. two C-sections, so that's my story. I feel labor both times. And I felt labor (laughs) both times. I'm so mad about that. So, but they came into this world how they chose. Now, we're on to Jeunesse. I don't know if I'll do this story justice. No. If I remember everything, you forget, right? I'm like, I don't know if I know the time sequence. So, I had to be induced for both my children because of medical reasons I was on blood thinners during my whole pregnancies so um, I had to come off the blood thinners and then be induced a week early so I went to the hospital I think they I was supposed to go in like on a Wednesday and they called me on a Monday to just come in in two hours so like I was like okay so we went and I got the first set of whatever it is and I had to stay at the hospital. I didn't get to go home, which I thought I was going home. So we were not prepared whatsoever. Um, so I was stuck there waiting. And I think the first night, like, I thought I was in labor. Like, I was having pains and, like, I couldn't sleep. And then they gave me something for it. I don't remember what it was. And I was able to get a little bit of sleep. And I found out, oh, those are Braxton Hicks. Well, those feel super real, by the way. (laughs) Um, If you don't know what a contraction feels like, you think that's the contraction. And then I was like, okay, like, that medication made it go away. I can do this. And then the next day, I still wasn't dilated even close or whatnot. So they had to re-induce me again. Um, which when that's happening, also like have someone stand outside the door because my grandparents walked in (laughs) right when that was happening. And I was like, this is great. Who told you I was here? Please turn around and leave. (laughs) Hey, grandpa. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so that happened. And then I think I started, oh, they started the drip. Or did they, I don't know. They either started the drip or they broke my water. I think they started the drip first. And that's when the contractions got so intense and super real and no, like, there was no relief. And this was only the second day of me being there. And so that was... Only. (laughs) Only the second day. Monday, (laughs) Tuesday. Yeah, I was in labor for... Till I guess I had her on Friday. So I was in labor for like four days with that. I got the epidural because, yeah, please. <laughs> right? 
and um, it worked for like 10 minutes. My mom said my, as soon as I got it, and I felt like just the relief, my mom said my face just lit right up, and I was like, oh yeah, I can do this again. And then all of a sudden, my blood pressure went so low, they had to flip the bed up, and I was just uncontrollably shaking. They couldn't get a blood pressure on me because I was shaking so bad. Luckily, Emily was perfectly fine. Her heartbeat was fine. <laughs> she was chill, whatever. And then all the pain came back mm. after 10 minutes. So then they called him back in again. I got another epidural. Same exact thing happened again. And it came right back. Oh so God. then after four days or just about four days of contractions... Then, I think, yeah, then I was finally dilated enough to push. I pushed for three hours before a doctor came in, and I just had nothing left. I had nothing left in me to get this kid out. I don't even know the last time I had water, the last time I ate food, nothing. And, of course, my husband's sitting there, probably with a book. Oh, goodness. He finished two novels. Yeah. Yeah. And then they finally, they had to use forceps to take her out, or else I would have had to have a C-section. And there's no way I was having a C-section after, after the, all, of that, all of that. Yeah, no. Like, no way. I can do it. No way. My body So then my it. second, I was, A, pretty glad to have the opportunity to do a C-section because I thought that was the worst thing with Emily. Um, also, he was breech and then turned transverse. So he was not having it so you didn't even have the choice i didn't even have the choice anymore. at that point they even ultrasound me right before going in and he was completely in a totally different position by the time they actually went in there to get me out so it took them longer to get out get him out and c-section went okay it was a little nerve-wracking because you're awake and that yeah i yeah, like I had a little bit of a girls. panic attack while yeah. my that was anesthesi- happening. Yeah, my anesthesiologist yeah. saying to me, "Oh, that's did he sing to you?" No, he helped yeah. me with breathing because yeah. yeah, I was full on like after he uh, Noah was out and he was on my chest, and then it was only a couple minutes, and I just started like I I couldn't contain yeah. it, and I felt so guilty and helpless because everyone says like your baby's on you, and that's your point of bonding, and I, I couldn't have him on me, and I felt like I had to keep him, and then the anesthesiologist finally said, it's okay if he goes, like, if yeah. you need, and I was like, okay, you have to take him, because I just was full-blown panic attack, I it's, couldn't. Yeah, I remember, I, I, oh my gosh, I remember when the anesthesia, for Charlotte, because Griffin, I, like, had no, I, like, it happened so fast, they got me in, like, mm-hmm. I didn't have time to really understand what was happening, like, I knew I was having a yeah. C-section, but with Charlotte, I remember before he gave me the spinal to freeze me, I looked at him. I'm like, I'm so nervous for this. Please do a good job. Please do a good job. He's like, honey, I'll do a really good job. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, okay, time to do it now because, like, I'm freaking out and I've got some courage. So away he went. And then after, like, you're ready and you're laying there and he's patting me on the head. He's like, you're doing such a good job. And he starts, he's like, I'll sing to you. You're doing such a good job. I'm like, oh my God. And then Taylor finally gets to come in because you're alone. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't realize before having Griffin that you're in there by yourself wow. for a long I didn't know that. time, right? I well, they that. don't start cutting you till they're the in, in. But the prep work, you're in there for a good while. By yourself, by yourself, right? And it's quite 
nerve. It's very oh, like gosh, Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, like, that's what I always think of when I'm in there and you see all sterile, stuff. right? Yeah, and, and then like, like, is this real? <laughs> I remember Janessa. I don't know if you remember. They're having a normal conversation. I think they were talking about what they were doing yeah. later that night. I'm like, excuse me, concentrate on what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, I think I well, this is kind of not that nice to hear I guess but when it was all over I think I told you this and the doctor comes over and talks to me and he's wearing glasses oh I know <gasps> I know I know and his he had the same doctor my blood is like all on his glasses and I'm no. like I can't do this no <laughs> are you serious yeah oh God, I can't that. even listen to what you're saying because all I can see is speckles oh, I know was he so... was my doctor for the first one oh, and I remember like seeing through his reflection in oh, his yeah. glasses, oh what was happening to me? I'm like, dude, the yeah, <laughs> lift this the, visor up. I honestly am just like, you girls. I just I the thought of even it of having one it, it scares. It me. is a different experience. <gasps> it's so surreal. You're not really there when you're in that much pain. You're just get oh, this yeah. thing out mm-hmm. of me. But when you're in the C-section, you're so aware. You're awake. You're getting cut open like that. Don't so just really the thought feel of it anything, but you do. Like for me, it was after he was out, and I wasn't aware of how long it actually took them to get to, finish. Yeah, to finish up. Like that was the longest part. Yeah. Not them taking him out. Yeah. It was me sitting there waiting. Yeah, putting and then you just yeah. feel so much movement. It was yeah, weird. So anyways, I think, no, no, this was an excellent conversation because I think we all, the three of us wanted to make sure everybody who's listening, because lots of women listen, that it doesn't matter if you have the textbook Mm -mm. delivery like Jackie or have a beyond, like nothing you ever plan to happen like Janess, especially with Emily, you're having a beautiful baby. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't feel ashamed if you have natural or C-section or you have an epidural or whatever. Just You're having a baby. Right so for you and listen to your body. Every woman is an all-star no matter yeah. how you do it. Listen to your body, listen to your doctor and you're going to do great. Totally. I listen to my body when I, I scream, "Give me that epidural." <laughs> yeah. Oh. So thanks for tuning into this episode and live boldly.